What's poppin' congregation? It's your girl, Lacey Mosley, a.k.a. Scam Goddess, and we're here for another installment of Scam Goddess. And like I say every week, say it with me, guys. I'm very what? I'm very excited for this guest. And and I'm very excited for this episode. Y'all have been asking and harassing me for this episode. I think you're really gonna love it. I've gotten an expert, a queen, someone who has been writing some of my favorite articles about I May Destroy You. She writes for Vulture. She writes for... Wait... Ashley Wright, what other publications do you write for? Because I know you write for more than them. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Guardian, L, uh, the AV Club. That's my my home base that I love for forever. They gave me my start. Uh, Vice, I've done some stuff. Bitch Media, always love them. Just all over pop culture. Got some exciting print pieces that'll be out soon. So, yeah. Yes. Uh, and if, guys, if you aren't, I normally don't plug up top, but if you're not following Ashley Wright on Twitter, like, baby, what is you doing? Baby, what is you doing? <laughs> Ashley Wright on Twitter. She's so fucking phenomenal. I met her on Twitter yeah. um, and I started following her work. I love your articles about I May Destroy You. I read them every single week. I was telling you before we got on the, before we start recording, every week after the show, me and my homeboy be like, hold on, where the Ashley article though? And I love. <laughs> Love your little like favorite facts at the end like these are the things that I really liked and you know to be like oh this sweater or whatever like it's so it's everything you're everything thank you yeah I just I love getting into the the details and the nitty-gritty and I guess that's why I'm excited to to be here to talk Sean King because they're yes so many nitty-gritty details with Sean. You said it. You said it. This episode is about Sean King, y'all. And that's that's Historic Hoodwings. So we'll get into that a little bit in the middle. Okay. Calm down, y'all. Stop yelling at the radio. Um, <coughs> but I'm so excited. Well, wait. What's your relationship with scams? Like, have you ever been scammed? Yeah. Like, uh, you know, I I will say I've, I've run some scams. Uh, okay, yeah. I have run some scams. Uh, I fresh out of college, my first job in Chicago, I worked at American Apparel and I would like learn different ways to like scam really expensive merchandise because I think it's okay to steal from from Dov Charney, who owned it at the time. It's okay to steal from American Apparel. He's a nasty man. Nasty man. Uh, So Mm -hmm. I would like, they gave you like, um, like a, you got like a, an allowance to buy clothes because when you work there, you have to wear like head to toe American Apparel. Uh, mm-hmm. And like, I was always like, this is a BS allowance. How are you going to give me money to buy your own clothes? Uh, so I would just like forego the allowance. Uh, and instead of like actually reusing it to buy the clothes, <laughs> I would just like pocket it kind of on the side or like give it to people and buy, like buy the clothes for them and then sell it off to get the money. So Yes. And I also have to point out that Ashley is a hottie. You can't work out American Apparel without being a hottie. That's like one of their rules from that creepy that, man. That is <laughs> one of their rules. I will say that they also have a rule that if you are a certain weight, you work back stock. And that is what I did. So no! <laughs> I, wow. yeah, I was a little thick girl in the back. Uh, and That's then, like, crazy. Once, they have so many strict rules about like who can work <laughs> the floor like who can work where and it's just like working there you get so angry about it because you see these like tall model-esque bitches who get to like work sales and get sales comp and then I was the girl who was like dealing with returns and like worked in this damp basement in the Chicago like (laughs) the Chicago location where like the rich people would go and I would just be like sorting the same tights into like plastic bins damn that's really disappointing to me because i was an american apparel thought i still got some of the old american apparel oh. thought clubs and i can't believe they was gonna put my thick ass in the back i would have been they'd be like get to yeah. the back thickums yeah <laughs> that is, it's like i don't want to say it was kind of like a black people to the back but it was like a chubby girls to the back type of situation that inspired it feels that me way. <laughs> Ashley should have. That's called reparations. They was yeah. trying to play with you. Every, and I don't appreciate like every that. Every piece of American apparel I still have, I stole when I worked there. So I'm proud of that. 
Um, I'm proud of you. That's like, you know, I, I think, have I been scammed? Yes. One, there was this girl who like was telling me she, she made like, um, cust- you know, like the Jersey Beyonce wears in the feeling myself video that like onesie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's cute. I, it's so cute. And I wanted one, but I wanted it for the Boston Celtics um, for reasons I would rather not get into. <laughs> and I like hit her up. She was like, I made the one for Beyonce. Like you can hit me up. And I like was like, oh my God, you made, she sent me pictures. I was like, oh my God. And all I had was like a Gmail and like some Instagram where this person was like, I made the bodysuit for Beyonce. And I was like, I was like, okay. And she was like, yeah, I could do a Boston Celtics one for you. No problem. What number? Blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, girl, I got this. I was even going to make a custom Celtics jersey because I wanted a specific name. Again, we don't need to get into those details. But (laughs) I want to know who this name is. Who who are you obsessed with at the Celtics? Uh, it was more just being obsessed with a person from Boston, you know, uh, just Boston oh, okay. boys. It's a it's a disgusting habit. That Boston? I, I can't even say it. The bo- Boston? Bo- Boston. I used to be so good at it. <laughs> and like, she was like, yeah, I got you, girl. I got this. All you got to do is send a deposit of like $150. And then, you know, when I, I'll send you pics when it's done. And I sent her like 150 bucks. And it's been like three years. I never heard another word from her. She like blocked me on Cash App, blocked my Gmail. Damn. I was like, none of this was real. She was never gonna make me a Celtics bodysuit. <laughs> what a specific con! I I feel bad right. that you got scammed, but I'm also like, damn, sis. So one, you were like, I made Beyonce's bodysuit. Excellent. Yeah. You're you're gonna get the girls. I yeah. I am the girls. I am it's girls. So you smart. are girls. And it's like I'm I should have stopped and thought for a moment. Like, did, did Beyonce really get her bodysuit from this Instagram person who has like three thousand followers and like five pictures? She might have though. Beyonce be reaching. Beyonce is somebody who looks at TV and the internet and is like those. Like yeah. she like like she's at the store. She's like, get me those. those. Like I remember like, those little dancing twins. She saw them on <laughs> YouTube and she said, bring me those. Bring me those. Yeah. <laughs> So I can see it. I was like, this girl is like a self-made designer and Beyonce just saw her and was like, yes, you're going to make my my bodysuit. But no, I just got played. She took my money. She did actually like like just this year, she opened like a legit business and she hit me up and was like, I know I never sent you that stuff, but if you want to pick something from my store now, I'll give you a big discount. What? Okay, see, okay, come on now, Ashley. She might have been a scammer, but maybe, you know, disproportionately, it's harder for black folks to open businesses. It's harder for us to get loans. She had to rob some people so she yeah. could establish so a she legitimate could get business. There. And now she doesn't even make the bodysuits, though. She just makes, like, purses and stuff. And I'm like, that's, you could just... <laughs> Like, like I, I don't even like the Celtics anymore. I, I'm not allowed to even go to Boston anymore. I'm pretty sure. So like, <laughs> hey, she could be the next Telfar. You might have the end to the next big black bag. Okay, yeah, I will hold on to that. I will hold on to her. <laughs> I'm, I'm and, gonna keep I, a little I, discount code. <laughs> right, and I, I don't think that you. I don't think this scam is on you at all because I have bought stuff from Instagram that was legit. I remember in my real thoughty phase, which I'm trying to like, I'm like, Lacey, don't buy no more shirts that are cropped. Because you know how many crop tops I own? Like, like maybe 30, 40. I just bought the WAP Cardi B crop top today. Like, no, embrace the crop top. It's beautiful. It's amazing. I can't stop. And I'm like, but sometimes I need a whole shirt and I go in my house and I'm like, I don't got no whole shirts in here. Every shirt is three quarters. (laughs) Like I'm spending so much money on half a shirt, so I was like, I gotta grow up a little bit. I gotta buy I some guess. shirts. I mean, I I I wear crop tops to work, like, and I work in like corporate office, whatever. And I have coworkers who are just like, just because you wear a blazer over a crop top does not make it appropriate. 
So maybe you're right. <laughs> I think it does. I mean, let's let's just revolutionize how we go to work. You know uh, what yeah. I mean? Let's just rethink the crop top and its many uses. Right. Am I getting everything done in my half a shirt? Absolutely. So why are you concerned? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, uh, but, but I did do that. I went on an Instagram boutique and I saw this girl in this kind of like lace dress that was kind of see-through. I'll post it for y'all when I post this episode. And I saw her in this dress and I was like, oh, I want that dress. And I found out it was custom made from this girl up in uh, Spanish Harlem. Well, by girl, I mean like a 60-year-old woman. Um, <laughs> so I hit her up and I actually went to her apartment in Spanish Harlem. She fitted me. She made the dress. The dress was like $150 for a custom made oh beautiful dress that I wore so many times. I wore that bitch till it broke. So... <laughs> So sometimes Instagram be real. So sometimes it's real. Yeah, I've gotten some good stuff from like real artists. And it's just like, thank you. This is custom. You get good deals. But no, sometimes people are just lying on Beyonce's name. Right. But she was starting her business. Okay. I would love to know her business, though. Do you have her Instagram? <laughs> I want to promote her business. <laughs> no, nah, we don't got to do that. Shit, she was robbing people. <laughs> I can't send yeah. people to somebody who was robbing not. folks. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, it's a I'll 50, email 50 it chance. to you, check it out. Yeah, yeah, let me see the it. Yeah, I can't. You know, I bet, yeah, the purses I bet are easier to make than than a bodysuit. Like you just take a right. little. She's still doing the like basketball like jerseys into bags, so it's like it's probably easier okay. to show the bottom of that. Like I feel like she can get that out to people. Maybe she did try to make your body you know suit. She, she was like, this is too hard. My, she never even asked me my measurements. I was just no. <laughs> like, she never okay, even said is- like. She never even said, like, honey, get a tape measure out. Like, she was never even like, how tall are you? <laughs> she was like, no, I saw your pictures. I got it. I'm going to make your body like, Don't worry, girl. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay, see, so I, I understand. Well, let's get into our first segment here. What is hot in fraud? So, guys, as always, hot in fraud is where I either get a letter from you guys, email us at scamgoddesspod at gmail.com, snitch on your friends and family. Just make sure that the scam is retired. We don't want to fuck up your bag. Um, and today, give me a name, Ashley. I need a name for this person. Gender doesn't matter. Uh, let's go with Eugene. Eugene. Ooh, Eugene. Okay, and Eugene is, I think Eugene is black. That's what I'm seeing from this Gmail photo. So, then and I love how y'all be- Actually, let's make it earnest then. Earnest. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Earnest for a scam. So Ernest says, hi, Scam Goddess team. Oh, team. You think I got a team? Yeah, sure. I sure do. <laughs> love the show. And I'm bad at running scams, but I love this one. When I lived in Pittsburgh. Oh, I used to live in Pittsburgh. I went to college there. Shout out to Pitt, where I learned how to scam. My husband and I always used to pass by the Shady Burger King with an old sign and a drive through tunnel that looked like it might collapse on your car. Turns out this Burger King lost its franchise but kept the sign up and kept serving burgers. And nobody figured it out until they started serving everything from plain <laughs> bags and cups and they ran out of uniforms. It reminded me of McDowell's from Coming to America. <laughs> I love this. That's an amazing scam. Cause like franchises, if you lose your franchise, but you still got a building, you still got a sign. What Mr. Burger King go come down and take your sign. Right. What are they going to do? Like people still want to eat. Like they still come in for food. You know what you're doing. You have the ovens, the grills. Right. People still want to have it their way. Yeah. And it's like, (laughs) who is really the victim? It's always okay to scam corporations. (laughs) 
Right, because they're terrible. Look, for a corporation to be a corporation, for a billionaire to become a billionaire, you have to kill people. Like, look yeah. into any billionaire, you will find somebody who died. Like, it's, just, it's a part of it. So we don't we don't care about scamming Burger King. You know what I mean? Have it yeah. your way. Have it your <laughs> Scam way. Scam it your way. <laughs> and you know what? I bet they had some good improvements on the Burger King menu. I don't think Burger King always gets it right. I would love to see their, what they want to do. Right. I bet you they put Larry's in those patties. Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah. Oh, that was like the Whopper. I, that sounds really good. <laughs> oh. What are they calling the Whopper? Are they calling it the wo- the Whopper? What, what what's the bootleg Whopper name? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I want to know. <laughs> it's just a Whopper. Like, oh, we don't have the Whopper. We got the Hoo Wee. You want that? <laughs> That's what we sell it. You know what? I kind of do. I they've sold me. It's- it sounds delicious. They said the food was in brown paper bags. The fries were in a Dixie cup. Wait. Oh. That's kind of cute branding right there. It is. It's like kind of like a little picnic or what? Yeah, like, that's yeah. a little cute. Like a Dixie but, cup with that little design on the side. I, that's kind of art. I'm not that's mad artistic. at it. But I am concerned because I feel like if I went to Burger King and then they handed me a brown paper bag and fries in a Dixie cup, I would be a little concerned. Yeah. Then I I'm may not really have into branding, but I would be like, hmm, okay. I might, in that case, have some questions along the lines of what, how sanitary is this? Can right. I, did you but follow I mean, some official guidelines? But I feel, I don't know, if you're going to McDonald's or Burger King, like how, how much do you really care about the cleanliness and health at the end of the day? Right. I mean, look, germs make you strong. Okay, exactly. I, can't, I feel like you can't say that after this pandemic, though. No. Uh, <laughs> I feel like the Dixie Cup, I feel like, you know, they, they're probably sitting out, just gathering dust on top. I think that adds some flavoring, probably. You right. know, that, that makes it better. That's how you get that home style. Yeah, when you go to college, uh, every university has that real nasty place that you feel like, I could get shot in here. Um, you know what I mean? The floors are sticky, but the food is good, especially when you're intoxicated at two in the morning and it's the only thing open you know (laughs) suddenly it's delicious but you know it's nasty in there you know everybody's scratching their booty hole before they flip the burger you know this doesn't sound like a scam this sounds like a man serving a community uh and and really picking up on the failures of corporate america to keep burgers and fries in his home Hmm. Right. And I'm not mad. So somebody said customers complain that the food has tasted different. Okay. Okay. People got on Reddit and started posting questions about the restaurant. No, y'all don't got a Reddit for this specific fake Burger King. I hate Reddit. I hate Reddit. Come on. you Come on. Y'all are going to snitch on Reddit. Y'all are making Reddit tag like threads and pulling receipts to get this like, man come on let this fake burger king exist you know it's fake keep going there it says uh, <laughs> it says that um an artist went in the restaurant to get answers from management oh artist is a person artist and her photographer were asked to leave by a security guard okay well they must be making a good enough amount of money if they can play, pay a security guard <laughs> right like so okay I, is there like some special recipe they just hold in the piece like well, Ernest sent me an article too, which I appreciate you, Ernest, because this is really you really came through with the with the receipts. Yes. Okay, I'm so happy somebody we're named the yeah, so somebody named artist in the article is talking about uh, that they said that an assistant manager explained to them that they're in the process of transitioning to a new business called Southside Burgers, and it's even <laughs> on the receipts. So they still call Burger King, and the sign says Burger King, but they said we finna be Southside Burgers. 
That's branding, so right, baby. Right now we in limbo. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love oh, it. Man. The hot, like they don't need a PR team. They have this figured out. Like Southside Burgers, egg, put it in parentheses, still Burger King. I'll buy a shirt. Right. <laughs> this is Burger Kang. K-A-N-G. <laughs> and the king always gonna be the king. <laughs> Oh, I love it. This burger royalty, honey. I love it. So, guys, we're going to take a quick break for some non-scam advertisements, and we will be right back with Historic Hoodwinks. Scams! Cuts! And we are back. Guys, you know what time it is, right? You know what time it is, yes? This is Historic Hoodwinks. This is when I will regale Ashley with a famous con caper or we'll talk about a famous con artiste honey and we'll get her opinions all throughout you guys have been messaging me tweeting me dming me about this man for so long maybe some of you guys know maybe some of you don't but today's episode is about talcum x martin luther scheme thurgood partial Pale Revere, Tupac Sugar, Alexander Scamilton, Shaka Khan, Snow J. Simpson, W.E.B. Defraud, Hewless P. Newton, Crooker T. Washington, Cream Mm -hmm. Abdul Jabbar, Lames Baldwin, Chalkus Garvey, Sean King. Let me get my favorite in there. Fannie Mae Scammer. Ah! <laughs> yes! I'm glad I didn't have that one. I'm glad that we just tacked that one on and that's perfect. Oh, guys, we're talking about Sean King. Now, look, Sean King is very litigious. He likes to come after the girls, especially the black yes, ones. So we're going to start woman. this episode. <clears throat> Let me get in my Cochran bag. Let me put the glove on. Um, <laughs> the sources for this episode are BuzzFeed News by Darren Sands, Vox, Sean King Controversy Explained by German Lopez, The Daily Beast, Sean King Keeps Raising Money and Questions in- Rise About Where It Goes. That's by Kaylee Holloway. Uh, we have some screenshots and tweets from Hannah Criley on it my mother-in-law on my mother-in-law at Twitter and angry black lady on Twitter. If you want to follow up with some of these things. Also D Ray McKesson, which we ain't going to get into him. <laughs> he had an on Sean King medium article. We'll take some quotes from him. However, those are alleged, allegedly, allegedly quotes. Okay. <laughs> alleged. <laughs> so, Every, ale- uh, very alleged. important with Sean. allegedly sean okay so sean king his name is jeffrey sean king which you know a scammer you gotta you gotta have a they always change their names up yep right so jeffrey sean king sean is also way blacker than jeff exactly and he knew that he knew that he knew he knew that we would be like jeffrey come on jeffrey you ain't right come on but sean and now look yeah sean sound like okay sean sean like we know a lot of sean everybody yeah, Sean you is, know a license Sean too. So yeah. You do. And so that's very credible. Um I we we won't get into this too much, but since you since you kind of alluded to it, Sean King has two white parents on his birth certificate. However, yes. he claims 
that his mother was uh, getting around in the marriage and that his father is actually a black man. Therefore, he is a black man. Yes, a black man who he has never met, but who his mother told him is his father. Yes. And even the way that he divulged that he was black was not very black because you're not going to catch me out here talking about my mom's box okay it was all over the internet like he was like let me address the haters by just putting all of my mom's personal information on the internet just told everybody his mama was a hoe so that he could get the black credit like not only is that a white thing it's a peak white thing like that's very eminem behavior you know what i mean (laughs) that's just eminem being like and fuck you mom for doing blah 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 and get it and you know and just being like it's her fault i never knew my daddy anyway and it's just right. like, no, Sean, you need to work this out in therapy, not not out here. Not on, on the internet. He's like, uh, my mom's a skank. She's a skank whore. <laughs> like, no, that's not how we act in the black community. No, like, no. My even if your mama was slanging this pussy on Third Street, you ain't gonna tell nobody. Doesn't matter. You're like, my mom's <laughs> an entrepreneur. The fuck? Yeah. <laughs> even you, you and all your brothers and sisters got different dads. It doesn't matter. We a family. We all siblings. I don't even know what a half sibling is. <laughs> right. I don't say half sibling. I don't say step no. sibling. It's just, that's my sister. And there will be no questions so sean that's your first fuck up where we like hmm black okay. you say also you were raised by two white people now that's not to say that black folks can't be raised by white people it's called adoption and other yeah. things but you know sean we don't jeffrey jeffrey we 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 have questions so jeffrey is <laughs> jeffrey sean king is an american writer civil rights activist and founder of several organizations king has become well known for using social media to promote social justice causes many of which have gone viral and raised hundreds of thousands of dollars lately there's been speculation about the legitimacy of these organizations and the outcome of the organizing so a lot of questions <laughs> a lot of questions i don't uh, even know if you the- can say lately like over the last what, since what 2013 almost the near yeah. last decade yeah about six seven years there have been like, some questions hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it definitely started with like hmm then it was like huh that's uh-huh. like what yeah now it's like what? how who what pub what who is his publicist that he just is able to like so differentiate these audiences where like middle-aged white people are just like this man can do no wrong he is right. the new Michael. Like, he is the new everything. Like, well, he's, you know, very, very light skinned, white. <laughs> but, yeah. but, you know, we can't, we can't say he's white for sure. He say he, a man who he don't know is his daddy. He black. But from yeah. what he appears to be, he got the black, he got the black fishing haircut, the, the low fade and the little Negro. Yeah. Little I mean, he looks like hair. one of those white guys who does everything he can to not look white. Like if he let his hair grow out, I yeah. think we'd be like this. You, you're not selling this charade. Right. He's giving me very John B vibes, you know, like, don't yeah. listen to what. And then you see him and you're like, you are just John B, a white man. OK, what? You're, just, you're uh, a white man. <laughs> yeah, I want to I want to see the hair grow out, Sean. Let us see. Let, let us, us see the hair. hair. What's hey, that quarantine that look like? On your face. Like he does that little black man like thing with the spatial hair to like make yes. it look like he put Beijing in it and everything, child. I, I want to yeah. see, you know, he must be in the quarantine just like with the scissors just cutting every single day. Just, oh, no. He's like, no, no, it's growing out. They're going to they figure can't it out. It's straight. It's straight. They're going to know. <laughs> They're going to know. <laughs> so, you know, we're going to start with Passa King because I know yes. you know, but Sean uh, King, he was a pastor for a moment. And when, 
when we yeah. go through the career of this man, this is how I really was like, this man allegedly, to me, my own opinion, is a scammer. This is just a lot of yeah. scammer professions is, in a row. As, yeah, just scammer, scammer, scam. Like he, you know, he did go to uh, like a, a historic black university, uh, mm-hmm. which looking the way he does, feels like a bit of a scam. On a scholarship. Uh, that they said was not just for black people. They said it was for everybody. Right. It was for but everybody. So, he you did. know, he got a for everybody scholarship to go to a HBCU, which is like great scam. Then he goes to Atlanta, becomes a pastor. Uh, come on. Uh, Atlanta pastor. That is just a scam factory. That's the only reason. Right. Come on. Like, that's why you and do listen. It. Do I love a scamming ass Atlanta pastor? Absolutely. Yes. Look, I will go to a church that robs me as long as I get my feel goods. Okay. Yeah. And so, that's <laughs> the thing I think with Sean King's scams is that it would be fine if he was successful in these scams or saw right. them through to the end. But it's that Sean King can't even dedicate himself to his own scams. When he went to become a pastor, he couldn't. <laughs> This he tried to scam his own congregation and the role of being a pastor. You know how most people like church because you go every Sunday, right? Uh, you, you know that's you're getting to it. He started yeah. parsing it out. He started parsing. <laughs> he was kind of blowing up around the time he was getting a more national profile, getting more interview requests. He was a little like, I don't have time for this little congregation anymore. How do you guys feel about having church like once a month? <laughs> Like, how about we meet up once a month? We have like a big thing. And then we can have like little meetings throughout the month where we talk about like, you know, politics maybe or different stuff. And he was like, this is revolutionary. My church is going to be the first church to do this. Uh, We're going to like, you know, change everything. And a few months into it, the congregation was like, no, see, the thing we like about church is having, having it, having church. Sunday. And you know, we like to talk about God. Yeah. And having a (laughs) pastor who wants to be here, be here and pastor and lead, you know, as pastors do. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You you got, you hit the nail on the head. It is like, and honest, and also I didn't say this before, but Ashley is specifically on this episode because she is an expert on on Sean King. Uh, She, I watched her 35 minute, Hey, I, if it's is it still up on Patreon? It is. Uh, I'll, I a little bit into how I became a Sean King expert is you know I, I think everybody knows this is nothing new. Everybody, black women activists have been saying for so long, don't trust Sean King, don't trust Sean King. Mm-hmm. But there's this divide between like people my age who are on Twitter who know this and people like my aunt and people on Instagram who are still like, no, he's the good guy who like works with people and helped all these people and you know he shares good GoFundmes. It's great. And so I was on, I got tired of seeing my white friend share Sean King on Instagram. And I made mm-hmm. a post that was just like, stop sharing him. He's a scammer. If you don't know this, you just don't know any black people at this point. And for some reason that post blew up. Uh, it was my first viral post on Instagram, uh, which I don't recommend. I don't recommend going viral on Instagram. It's <laughs> like, it's, it's like going viral in a Joanne's fabric. It's like, just the worst kind of people are going to like find you. And so my DMs were just bombarded with like, mom middle-aged moms and like white women who get all of their news from like just msnbc just being like what do you what do you mean sean king is a scammer how can you say this my dear sean king one woman told me amanda seals has never said sean king is a scammer (laughs) if amanda Amanda seals hasn't said it then is it real like uh, she amanda seals is my black woman and she has not which was actually funny because amanda seals has said that sean king is a scammer right amanda so seals is not shy yeah amanda seals, she'll call it out 
So I had to, I just had so many people being like, show your receipts then. Like, how dare you defile this man? So you prove it. And I got so frustrated. I said, I'm just going to make a PowerPoint. I'm going to put it all out there, lay out all of the facts. I'm going to do a comedy show and just show people. Uh, it was supposed to be 20 minutes and it ended up being 35 it's because brilliant. that's how many scams Sean King has. That's how long it takes to get into him. And yeah, I, yeah. I put together this 35 minute thing, put it on Patreon. Uh, you can still see it. All donations go to the Louisville Community Bail Fund still. Um, but yeah, I just, I laid it all out because people, the way that Sean King is able to still be a scammer is that he, he hides in details and he partners right. with, with really legitimate people to seem legitimate. So you really have to dig into the details of Sean King to see the fullness of the scam and appreciate the crazy beauty of this, this just historic scammer. Well, he gives me Caroline Calloway vibes, which um, yeah. I got into a big Twitter fight with her. Um, not I. She kind of came for me in this very victim-y white woman way of like, oh, look at these brown girls, Jamila, Jamila and Lacey being so she did mean the same to me. Thing to me. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, my God, these brown girls are attacking me. You guys, save me. Save me. Um, you know, and then she fainted. Um, yes. <laughs> so yes. She did the, like, was... white girl tears, you know. Right. Which those tears got. Look, if I was a white woman her, oh, if... and I know white women listen to this show shout out to y'all hey yeah. hey girls hey girls um I, look as a scammer i'm gonna use them them white them tears. tears i yeah. would be crying them. over everything yeah and i would be getting my way so i understand but just please it. y'all don't use it for racism don't yeah, use it for evil don't use it that. to scam corporations go into walmart and cry about how you need to return a tv <laughs> you never bought yeah. they'll give you it they'll give you the money and they'll give it they to won't you. give it to me <laughs> they'll just send the security guard to beat my ass but they'll yeah. give you the, t- the money okay you'll get the money so, like probably like they'll have somebody escort you to your car make sure you're right. good so look i'm not saying that don't use your white woman tears. i love a scam use yeah. them but don't use them for evil okay don't use them for evil and i think that a lot of what caroline calloway has done has been like oops i didn't know how to do this so i took all y'all's money and y'all not getting it back but yeah. i know i didn't it's know it's so hard to write books and work and do things that i said i would finish and do it's hard y'all did y'all know it's like when you write a book you got to actually like write it like you got to put words on the page did y'all know that i did not did you, wow like, <laughs> and like also did you know you can't just like hire your best friend to do this and pay her with adderall <laughs> people don't want to be paid in Adderall shocking (laughs) shocking my whole white life I thought people could be paid in Adderall same and and that's how Sean is Sean spends a lot of time and we'll you'll see that theme come up again of being like I was really ambitious and I thought that I could do this but I couldn't kings and queens I'm definitely black you know like that's a recurring theme that's always his excuse is like he he's always like look and his latest failure, the North Star, he was like, look, I had an amazing team behind me that said, Sean, you're trying to do too much. And we'll get, too much that, to yep. do- yeah. <laughs> we'll get into that. We'll get into it. So when he does this church, right, this church happens like two years. He's like kind of doing this church um, and amid financial stress and some of the same questions that would later dodge his career, which are basically like, where is the money that you raise going? Yeah. Why are like, you not you fulfilling about, your promise? Yeah. If you're only going to church like once a week, you're still sending these regular donations. He's barely mm-hmm. ever in town. What are you paying for? Exactly. Not Jesus. Um, no. So he no, steps down from ties. the church. And when he stepped down from the church, he says, I'm deeply uncomfortable and bothered by every failure I've had. 
And he says this in an hour-long interview on BuzzFeed News. He says, I hate failure. When I seek to start something, I aim to succeed, kings and queens. I'm <laughs> in kings and queens. But he says, but I always try stuff that I know may very well fail. Our goal with Courageous Church, the church is called Courageous Church. See, this Sean yeah, told y'all this was going to fail. And, yeah, that's a <laughs> He said Courageous. He didn't say successful. <laughs> he, may, he, may, he should have just named it like the, the audacity of this church. <laughs> audacity Antioch <laughs> Church. Um, like Courageous Church was not going to last, y'all. Y'all should have known that. He said our goal with Courageous Church was to do something we hadn't seen done before. Okay. <laughs> yeah, lazy church. Nobody had ever done that before. Nobody ever said church but one time. <laughs> Maybe church. Like, you know, like whenever I feel like it, maybe we have church. Nobody had done that before. Like, Sean, child, what is you talking about? So let's get into the first organization we're going to touch on outside of his church. Justice Together. So Justice uh, Together happened from 2014 to 2015. Sean actually invited D-Ray McKesson to be a board member of Justice Together. Now, y'all know D-Ray. He the one who won't quit wearing that vest, child. Yeah. And, and also, I have to say this before we continue. Is like, I was conflicted doing this episode because black activism is something that I'm very passionate about. It's something that I participate yeah. in. And I was like, I don't want to tear down people who are, at the end of the day, supporting a movement that needs support. Unfortunately, white people like to listen to people who look like them. They've never been comfortable listening yeah. to black women unless it's like, you know, Oprah or someone they feel like is giving them a mammy vibe that they can exactly. like, use for their own self-esteem. And so it's hard for me to pick apart, you know, social justice leaders because I like what they're doing however sean has done enough harm and i don't even like saying harm like that because i don't like using woke terms to be like yeah. it just annoys but this, me in this case um, with sean king he has done real harm yeah. uh, and it's you know a lot of people think oh what you think he may go fake gofundmes and stole money from family no it's not the like stealing money he, he shares legit gofundmes okay we're not questioning that but when it comes to the harm of families take for example jasmine barnes who relied on like sean king to help find justice for their family when their when their daughter died mm. and you know sean king did some shady shit like there are people who are looking to him for justice who are looking for him when it comes to um you know he puts together these help squads where he tells people in need of money i'll put you in connection and connect with like people who have money to help you uh, and then when people reach out to say hey i need help with this he's like oh, actually, you're not, like, famous enough to get my help, or I don't think that's something that would, like, get me the attention I want. So it's, right. like, this thing he's, where... He's like, your he's murder's like, not big enough? Not big How enough? How many likes like, has your murder gotten? Yeah. How many retweets like, has your murder gotten? He's harming <laughs> like, Black people by sort of treating them this way, and then obviously there are the Black women who he, you know... I, I don't think I've ever heard of Sean King suing a white man who said something about him, and there were t- no. plenty of white publications who, you know, were calling him white who were... And doing it in a racist way, not in a way right. like us. Where Fox, it, Breitbart. You know, yeah, yeah, when it comes to Fox and Breitbart, I'll defend Sean King's blackness all day. That's the only time you'll catch me out here saying <laughs> Sean King only is only black when Breitbart says he's not. Yeah. <laughs> when Breitbart says he's not, then I will say he is. You don't, like White people don't get to make the one drop rule and then be like, but not Sean King. But I right. can. We can. <laughs> we can, but you can't. Understand, yeah. but it's just so like he's that, been giving so much power that he really is in a place where he, you know, can sue people. He can hurt people's careers, and that's right. that's I think at this point where you have to point it out. 
Right. And I need everyone out there who's listening to understand that there are plenty of people and hopefully at the end of this, I'll put in the notes of this episode, some people that you can follow, some people who are legitimately doing social justice in a way that isn't harmful to anyone uh, so that y'all can get y'all's news and y'all's tea. Because I know, you know, he's one stop shop for for Negro matters. You Uh, know, it's it's like if you're a woke white person, you're like, okay, I followed Sean King on Twitter and on Instagram. I got all my black news. You know what I mean? You can go to every dinner party and be like, did y'all hear about insert murdered black person? I yeah. donated to their GoFundMe. You know, like, I get it. And I, I, get I signed it. the I signed the petition. Sean King. It's just I like On white change. people. I think, <laughs> I think they just like him because he has the same name as like MLK. I think they just get very confused and they're like King King. <laughs> this works. And you know, he makes it so that you don't feel that guilt of like I didn't go to the protests. I don't know the people in my community. I don't know the actual activists working in my right. town to fix things because it's very oh we're all in this together and i help sean king with this thing that he's doing and it's like no that's not how this works but it is so, a way to, to get to give him your money right and sean so sean invited deray the guy in the vest um which deray you gonna stop wearing that vest baby or no anyways <laughs> i accepted so DeRay says, I accepted while noting that we needed to have a conversation about fundraising and finances because Janetta Elise, my friend and colleague, and I were mindful about anything we attach our names to, including fundraising. Sean led the organizations, its chapters, and had primary communication with its members. There were no regularly scheduled updates because, you know, Sean don't do regularly scheduled. That's no. not how he do, you know? Yeah, no. <laughs> He's a yeah, spur like, of the moment. That's the thing is, like, Sean King could be such a good scammer if he just has some organizational skills, like... It's nah. just if somebody just taught him how to break up his workload, just like send out some BS updates. Like, nah, Sean is a free spirit. He's a eat, pray, scam. Okay, yeah. you know, like he eats, he prays, and he wakes up, and sometimes he scams. So, and I appreciate it. It's off the cuff, off. You know what I mean? I love it. Um, it's like jazz. Like, like yeah. Sean King is he a free form jazz scammer. He's like boop yeah. beep beep robbery up scoop yeah. bop bop like, You know what? What about a? I feel like he just like puts it together. He's like a a COVID nineteen. Help squad love care team. Yeah. <laughs> Put that on the internet. Scoop it up, bop, bop. <laughs> like, that's just what I think about when I think about Sean yeah. King. So <laughs> shortly after the launch phase of Justice Together, uh, DeRay says that he begins to get emails from volunteers and members expressing a range of concerns about Sean's leadership. They said they were being silenced in the organization or removed when they disagreed or challenged him. They said it was slow or no communication regarding plans. And... <laughs> They were just being asked to amplify his specific ideas and no others. Um, And he forwarded these ideas to Sean, DeRay did. And Sean said that he was going to address the concerns, but then he largely dismissed them and kind of just fired disgruntled volunteers. And did his usual Um, scam where he claims to have a family emergency to avoid addressing something everyone has questions about. This man has (laughs) so many family. He'll just be like, Family emergency. I won't be able to address everybody calling me a liar and a scammer today and pointing out receipts where I clearly lied. I have a family emergency. You don't have family emergencies when when people trying to call you out? Because I do. Yeah, it does always (laughs) tend to happen when my Twitter blows up. That's when I'm like, oh, my gosh, somehow. (laughs) My whole family is having an emergency. All of them. Right now. Right now. (laughs) Right now. I got to go. Sean King is the emergency, I feel like. Like. (laughs) 
Right. It's just him like rushing to continue to like pay off his white family to keep their mouth shut. Right. He's like, technically I am in my family and I am having an emergency. So it is yeah. a family emergency. It is a that family emergency. That adds up to me. Uh, we still don't know how much money was raised or spent from Justice Together. It's not clear if taxes were ever filed. Um, there is a quote um, that was insinuating that because tra- uh Sean King gave back all the money that he made from Justice Together. There was no need to file taxes. Um, I don't know how true that is. Allegedly, allegedly. Yeah, I don't think that's how taxes work. I don't. That's think not how taxes like, work. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you get to be like, hey, IRA, I gave it back. Like, we're good Sean here. King's like, I have the same tax accountant as Wesley Snipes. <laughs> and he also, I got Lauren Hill's guy. Yeah. <laughs> He has this habit of releasing financial documents and using his own team of people and his friends to be yeah, like, we get into my finances that. are legit. So it's like, well, he just probably had like a cousin be like, nah, you guys trust me. He gave that money right. back. Like He's like, I'm going to pay my cousin to look at my books and he going to tell y'all the truth. I mean, this the is truth. the kind of forensic accounting that Donald Trump does. So, you know, excellent. Exactly. Um, a majority of state directors detailed their experiences with Justice Together and wrote an open letter explaining their thoughts, which was not positive. Sean disbanded the board in the midst of questions being asked by the board. <laughs> so as soon as the board was like, hey, Sean, we got questions. He said, no more board. Get out of yeah. here. Scram. <laughs> no. Who are you to question me? I am the Sean King. Right. He then sent an email with no notice to the board members alerting them that they were fired. Um, Sean noted that he would make a public accounting on March 1st, 2019. However, the panel was not independent. Each of the people on the panel had a relationship with Sean, just like you just said. Exactly. Actually, like He called his cousins and said, y'all get in here and look at my books and then tell yeah. everybody I'm legit. <laughs> yeah, just hired his friends, old co-workers to be like, so y'all's paychecks were legit, right? <laughs> like... Yeah, so everything yeah. y'all were good, right? <laughs> like it, it feels like yeah. when Ellen had people speaking up for her, uh, yeah. like a month or two ago, when she was getting the allegations about how awful it was to work on the show. And that's when I started to see stuff like Jay Leno had a tweet where he was like, "Ellen is my friend. She donated one hundred and twenty-five million dollars to charity. She is a nice lady." And I'm like, "Is there a gun in your head, Jay Leno? Who wrote this right? tweet?" Like, what does Ellen have on all these people that they were like, I'm willingly going to give up my reputation for Ellen? Ellen is the most wonderful person in the world. And they're like blinking the whole time. It felt like get out. Like we were watching their face, like tears are coming down, but they're smiling. She's so nice. She's so great. I swear. I swear. I I I feel like people who are related, like who work with Sean King are kind of pulled into that spiral where it's again, you, you work with him. You know, you're doing good work at the end of the day. And you don't want to discredit the movement. You don't want to discredit the good work you are doing by calling him out. So instead you try to make him look legit. Because as a black person, it's hard for me to do it. And also like the white people who listen to this podcast, I understand that it's probably even harder for y'all to reconcile with this because you don't want to be in a position where you're tearing down a black person who seemingly is working for an organization, especially if you're woke or you feel like you're, you know, someone who supports black lives and supports equality. Like I understand not wanting to challenge that. And white listeners, again, you are not allowed to call him white, which makes it even harder for you. I know it, it's okay y'all we we know yeah. how hard it is it's hard for all of us I'm probably gonna get sued for this I got lawyers though <laughs> shout out to Grace um <laughs> did you only do entertainment law Grace <laughs> do I need to go get a I, I need let me look at some billboards let's do that up first let's, yeah let's look into that <laughs> right 
Right. I'm like, let me look at some billboards real quick. Are you being sued by Sean King? Let me call one of these <laughs> billboards. <laughs> Abogato. <laughs> I'm gonna show up represented by Abogato Abogato, okay? Because I live in Hollywood, honey. <laughs> So in 2015, Sean said he raised $500,000 since protests began. In 2017, he said he raised over $5 million in the same time frame. Now he's saying he raised $34.5 million since 2014. He takes credit for 100% of all funds raised in any fundraiser, um, anything that he's ever posted online, any email blasts, any retweet, any like, um, any subscribe. He takes credit for all the money that you made. In 2015, he defended himself against against claims that he misappropriated funds for those that were meant for Bree Newsom. So Bree Newsom, I guess $125,000 was raised from 4,943 people. Sean said, and this is what he, this is his quote. He says, Sean, so he wrote this quote. I just want to make that clear. And he's writing about it in third person. Sean estimates that his efforts were probably responsible for somewhere near a relatively small $15,000 of the total amount raised. But now, in the latest report, Sean takes credit for 100% of those funds. So, mm. yeah, exactly. As soon as you start digging into his money, it's so all over the place. And a lot of times he'll say something like, oh, I take credit for those funds. Or no, those funds went to this place. And then you'll see like his wife is very often hired on the programs he's doing she'll be listed mm-hmm. as like the financial coordinator and it'll yes. be like oh the salary went to pay his wife and then he counted that as like not going to him but going to the program look that went to my wife now yeah. do we have a joint bank account yeah but her name on it too she made that money i mean I, if i was mrs sean king i don't know if i'd go with a joint bank account i hope she has some <laughs> on the side i hope I hope she's scamming him back. I hope that like <laughs> at the end of the day, Sean King's wife like steps away from this and is like, I got my bag. Yeah, girl, you gotta have you a rainy day fund, sis. Yeah. You gotta have you know, for when they come for him, girl. When the when the feds come when, knocking like <laughs> when the feds come knocking. I hope she's able to just go, I separated the assets. Here is his bank account. I hope her like paperwork and all of her finances are just in line and Sean King is just bumbling around like no, nah, no, nah, my 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 cousin, he's got this. Like he said, he'd help right. with this audit. You need an earthquake bag, girl. It's like, or <laughs> you feel the ground rumbling, sis. You grab that bag and you sprint. Okay, yeah. you get out of there. So, Ashley, you alluded to this earlier, but now we're into his next venture, the North Star. Oh yes. So, so y'all know the North Star is a reference to Frederick Douglass. Um, who, correct me if I'm wrong, Ashley, had a paper called the North Star? Yes, and it's it's named in honor of that original paper, yes, because yes. Sean so, King considers himself to basically be Frederick Douglass, I guess. <laughs> he is the new he's North Frederick, Star. He's Frederick Douglass. And, yeah, uh, Frederick, yeah. <laughs> if, yeah, if you follow Sean King's North Star, you're not going to escape slavery. You're going to end up right back at Massa's house. And you're like, how did that? I, we did a big loop? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. He said the that he said the buses were coming, and they <laughs> that was a scam. Wait, where Sean King said he was going to bus people into places to vote, and people were like donating all this money. He has so many scams. They were donating all this money so he could arrange buses for voters. He accepted the money, and then all of a sudden, no buses were ever no buses. scheduled. Nobody, everybody was like, "Wait, what voters was he even?" What Sean part? said, 
I'm the woke Miss Frizzle. He said, I'm the woke Miss Frizzle. Everybody get on my magic school bus. Like, was there even an election? Where actually, wait, was he going to take? And then by the time he did his normal pivot of, I bit off more than I could chew. And now I'll be pivoting (laughs) to a new venture. So. It was like, I don't know how Miss Frizzle does it. I don't know how yeah. she gets those buses. Um, I thought I could. I can't. I am going to keep the money, though. God so, bless. Yeah. <laughs> and that is what North Star is. It's just him doing this, but now in the media industry. Yes. So... The North Star was celebrated across social media by prominent voices, including Susan Sarandon, my good sister Susan, Michael Eric Dyson, Megan Mullally. You know, like the girls, Uh, they loved this. The company boasted on people. Right. And Susan is a queen. The company boasted on Twitter that it already had multiple angel investors and more than 30,000 subscribers, contributing $5 per month for students and $10 a month for general public. So subscribers at the highest giving levels included Sigourney Weaver, Brene Brown, Brene Brown, damn, I can't even say her name, and a black billionaire philanthropist, Robert Smith, who gave a healthy $10,000 a month. There Ooh, was- how dumb oh. are you to give Strong King $10,000 a month? What? Child. Oh. Here's the thing. I get it. Like, black liberation is exhausting. Yeah. I, you know, being black is already exhausting. You get up and you wake up tired. You go outside and you're like, damn, is anybody going to kill me today? Let me try not to get killed. And then don't be a woman on top of that. God yeah. damn, that's terrible. Now exhausting. I'm like, I got to walk with my keys in between my fists just in case I got to stab somebody in the eye trying <laughs> to get to my car at Target. You know, like, it's just such a hard existence that I totally get wanting to be like, oh, you want to dedicate your life to fixing all the things that are horrible here's money i will go work my little black ass off and i will give you my money for liberation please and make it happen i'm too busy for liberation today (laughs) but to look at all of the the people who could do the work with that money and to go sean king and the north star that's the one that deserves (laughs) 10 and also like we've said this is not new in his scamming career like uh, presumably this person would have looked at a resume and gone he couldn't even lead a church what do i think he can do with ten thousand dollars every month he's but no, got Sean excellent King branding money great branding excellent branding so it's unclear how much has been raised since the soft launch in november 8, 2018 but with tens of thousands of members paying monthly it's curious that there's not been a daily news program as promised several staffers in the initial phase were hired and laid off um and the atlanta studio is no longer in use um what's interesting about this too is is like they had this atlanta studio sean king basically thought he was about to start seeing it but for niggas yes. yep. <laughs> it's like seeing niggas yes. um, so. like he was like I, it's gonna have everything podcast video articles like live chats live everything we're gonna be on every platform he was like this right out the gate ms negro bc you know like, <laughs> it was about to be lit and the issue was the staffers were like okay sean we don't have the resources this is yep. going to be more of a mom and pop startup like we don't have all of these things and so he had these reporters or these anchors and they would do these segments and sean would uh reach out to them and be like you know i just want you guys to get out there and be your best black selves said one staffer and the woman was like 
I felt like he was telling me to be blacker. Like, like, and it felt weird. You know what I mean? Like, and, and as someone who, look, we can't say that Sean King's white, but that's a very white request. When anybody tells you to be blacker or like sassy, that's the code word that I always get in television is like, be sassier. It's like, we know what you're saying. You're like, nigga it up. And we're like, what? Do the dance. Come on. (laughs) Do the dance. Come on. We hired you for the dance and there's watermelon on the table. Now get to work. <laughs> I would we like know. to know if they had watermelon in the North Star offices. If anyone can get us that information, <laughs> I think it would illuminate a lot about Sean. If they didn't, I would be highly disappointed. There should have been watermelon in the fridge all the, all the time. time. And we talk about that. That whole trope about black people loving watermelon just comes from racist white people who were pissed off that when black people were freed as slaves, a lot of them became sharecroppers and they started growing watermelon and they would make a lot of money from yes. it. So as soon as they started making a lot of money from it, white folks was like, look at those niggers with their watermelon and try to make it yeah. into this bad <laughs> negative trope because I don't know what it is about some racist white folks, but boy, they say they hate us. But every time I turn around they in the bushes, just looking like what? What? Why are you so bothered? Leave us right. alone if you don't like us. You said you want separate but equal. You can be separate from us. Get away. Go be separate. <laughs> Go make, get your own watermelons. It's fine. Leave Every us. time I turn around, they're like, what y'all niggas doing? But we what hate you. Doing? <laughs> Fucking, <laughs> what you making delicious ass watermelon, different drinks with it and shit, getting all creative, putting salt on it. Salt. Is that, and then, you know, and then Latinos are like, is that tahine? Tahine? <laughs> like, get on every corner. <laughs> So, like, you know, it's just, it's crazy. But, yeah, so that was the whole thing with the North Stars. Like, he thought it was going to be this big thing. Obviously, it went down the tubes, like, many of the things that he's done. Yeah. And, and he slowly kind of dismantled the, it and fired yeah, everyone. Yeah, the, the website is still up. It's actually kind of funny and sad. Like, somebody will occasionally push out, like, what is clearly an article that was written a very long time ago about just some, like, template subject. And there's, like, one article every, like, three months that's just, like, ways you can help activists it's just like very general like oh. evergreen stuff uh and here's so one I, thing he still about is the, like try, yeah, holding on to that corpse yeah and here's one thing about the north star that i do want to point out before we move on from this because honey there's more there's more businesses yeah um yeah. When he was raising money for the north star sean king said that white supremacists were hacking the website he said, they're crashing the website. The white supremacists are really out here, you know, coming for me. Y'all got to donate more money to stop them. The KKK is hacking into my website. <laughs> and and DeRay, DeRay McKesson says this was, in fact, untrue. Instead, the site had been built poorly and just needed better technological infrastructure. Yep. So when yeah. the site was crashing because he done went on GoDaddy and was like, give me a freedom website. Yeah. Uh, like, why Patrick? is my GoDaddy account having issues? <laughs> <laughs> why is my do- GoDaddy account crashing? Um, he said it's which, the white supremacists. Yeah, which also tied to another scam because he then went... What if I create an app where people can identify Nazis and white supremacists so we can dox them and figure out who's doing this? And people were like, what? <laughs> There's no uh, website where you could just upload a picture of a white man and be like, who's this racist? Like, what are you trying? To- <laughs> but people gave money to create this app. Which is crazy. Who who is this racist.com? That feels like that guess who game where you like flip up the, the picture. Yeah. <laughs> it was you like, know? y'all flip and then in reverse it's just like oh man this is a white man from kentucky (laughs) what am i supposed to do with this information sean i love you so 
flip the Senate. Mm. Oh, <laughs> a tasty treat. Gosh. Flip the Senate is a tasty treat, guys. Uh, Sean announced flip the Senate. You know what I will say about him is like, Sean may not be able to follow through the scam, but boy, is he good at branding. Whoo! He's so He's good at just, branding them. And I'm just Senate, excited. Yeah. This one is I'm a excited. beautiful, beautiful like, branding opportunity. I, you'll get into it. So Sean announced that Flip the Senate. Um, he noted that the organization would reclaim the Senate in all 50 states by 2020. Uh, and we know goal, Sean, all 50 states in 2020. <laughs> all 50. All 50. He said, we're doing it. Whole country. One go. 2020. <laughs> my year. <laughs> Which, like, y'all know it's 2020 right now, right? And yeah. boy, oh boy, is <laughs> nothing worked out the way that we planned. Um, so, but in reality, only 34 of the 100 <laughs> seats are up for re-election in 2020. So not only this... <laughs> He didn't even do a quick Google. Y'all, this is a one Google. Just one Google would have told one, you that only 34 just seats. how many seats are open in 2020. That's a, all he had to do. Child. Like, that's the pure laziness he is coming to these scams with. Which is why I can't say that he's black, because I just don't know any black people who are this goddamn lackadaisical. No. Not no, even in our time. scams are thought out. Our scams... You know, we are checking dots. We are making sure, checking the numbers, not getting right. caught up when people go, there aren't 50 seats available that year. <laughs> there is a privilege in these scams. People quickly noted that if he was focused on the Senate, then people should give money directly to the candidates, not to an umbrella organization called Flip the Senate. So it's like, Sean, if we flip in the Senate, don't we just need to get his money to the people who to are running? To the people running for to... Senate? Like, why no, 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 give it to me. Give it to me. Black Sean King, yeah. and then I'm gonna like, give it to them, and then I'll give it to them, and then it yeah. changes into his usual thing of, oh, I'll connect candidates with people who have money, and I'll com- I'll put them in touch to give them the money, which is like what I think they know how to find donors, Sean King. I don't think anybody. Nah, 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 nah. Like, they need me. They need me, Black Sean King. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta put some Murray's grease in my hair because I'm black. <laughs> Then I can lead the people. We're going to flip all 50 seats. Then I I funnel some money. (sighs) And of course, people, I'm sure you'll get to this part. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was like, people called it out. People were like, hey, this doesn't make any sense. You should just give the money directly to the people running. And Sean was like, you know what? You're right. He put out a whole email, a statement that was like, that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to give all the money that we raise, any money we do raise to the people running. And if you still go to his website, if you look at any like recent email he sent out over the past just like nine months, he still asked for direct donations to flip the Senate. And I have to say this is alleged, but there is a Ale- woman yeah. on Twitter, allegedly a woman on Twitter who has spoken up about she was donating to the North Star. And after the North Star was disassembled or disband, you know what I mean? Like uh, it ended. Yeah. They yeah. were still taking money out of her account. Yeah. They, and she it was tweeted Sean King. Aspect. Mm-hmm. She tweeted Sean King and she said, hey, I thought y'all had canceled this. So why is my coin still being removed? And he blocked her. Yep. And that happens a lot. And I was really disappointed because it was just a nice little white lady who actually yeah. tweeted me and was like, you know, I was giving him the coins and oh. <laughs> he wasn't giving me the news. I'm glad, you know, she did better than most white people. She followed up. She was like, let me right. see where, what happened. And she didn't even come at him in an accusatory manner. She had a screenshot of the tweet where she was just like, hey, Sean, I just want to know like where my funds were going. He was like, you shut your mouth. 
<laughs> he blocked her quick. So let's move into his next scam. God damn, y'all. This is a little bit of a longer episode. There's a. I mean, there's whoo, so we not many even. scams. We haven't even gotten to my favorite scam. Like, Oh, we I'm haven't like, gotten to my favorite scam. So we yeah. getting there. So Red Record, which is a podcast that Sean launched. <laughs> um, it appeared that he was subsuming this under the Justice Together brand, as well as working on it separately. Yeah. According to Ariel, he recruited a young black organizer to assist him, then lied to her and removed her from the project and proceeded alone and he used her ideas but then discarded her she writes about her experiences on twitter so if you want to find ariel on twitter that's a-u-r-i-e-l-l-e um yeah like he was like oh i'm gonna start a podcast hey black woman help me out queen all right queen actually get the fuck out but i will keep these ideas i'm gonna take your ideas and that is something that again you see over and over again where people are like Hey, he said he was going to do this, like write this thing or write this book. But a lot of this is plagiarized and a lot of this like article allegedly plagiarized. It's all allegedly taken. But you can see these women on Twitter, these black women who went to Ferguson and worked with him and Mm -hmm. how their writing has these same ideas. And it's very clear this probably didn't just come from Sean. Now, here's my here's my personal favorite. Okay. Um, Ain't no mountain high. Oh, it's my favorite too. Oh, it's to my favorite too. To keep me from scamming you, babe. Oh yeah. Sean King said he was gonna climb seven mountains on seven continents. Seven, seven of them things. Um, <laughs> in 2011, Sean began raising money to climb seven mountains. Yeah. It was the tell the mountain to move campaign. <laughs> Which yeah, just a, the audacity of that. Tell I'm a t- I'm Sean King. And I'm a tell this mountain to move. All I listen to the black church. In the black church, we Sean has done his research on blackness. Okay, because <laughs> tell the mountain to move is the blackest campaign I've ever right. heard from a church <laughs> standpoint. I just the audacity of this this man. So. He says he's going to climb seven mountains and he quit after how many days, Ashley? Oh, he quit. I believe it was after six days. Uh, oh, you actually, say six. I got four. Okay. So <laughs> technically it, it wasn't even the start of the seven mountain thing. So he went to a summit uh, for training and this is right. when he left the church. Like this is what he left his church for. Like he, these people yes. were like, you t- took our church away you took our weekly praise away and he was like peace deuces i gotta go climb seven mountains but also could you give me money to fly my family out so they could also mm-hmm. enjoy these mountains with me uh, to get so flewed out he got he his family flewed, flewed out, out got his family flewed out and so then he got there and i think like with the family and when he actually got to he was like they were all hanging out he was like now i'm gonna go to this summit for training to to prep myself to get ready for this challenge to do it and it is in the training. He only lasted four days. Uh, and he, he writes about that, it in his book. Yes. Which where <laughs> his book outlines it really beautifully. Like it doesn't even try to hide the shame of it. He was just like, 
like, he was like, we were doing these workouts and like, you would have to like pretend that you were falling off of this cliff and then like try to get your axe in the cliff so that you could practice falling off of a mountain. And he said he did it and then broke his everything and had to go to the hospital. And then he was like, you know what? Actually, after four days, I ain't gonna climb none of these mountains. Yeah. And he, he said it also like he had some spinal stuff from like college, I guess, or like from right. I was like, so then why did you think climbing seven mountains would be a good fundraiser for you? He look, he said, I got spina bifida. <laughs> I was like, Sean. And it was he didn't only, actually say that. I'm joking, yeah. but what? And when it was oh, only Sean. when I was enrolled in mountaineering school that I realized that might be a problem. And maybe I bit off more than I could chew. And the first mountain that he was supposed to climb, there are people on Twitter. Um, if you go to Angry Black Lady on Twitter and you search Sean King, you'll find this thread where there were people on there that were like, I climbed that mountain in six hours with my family and I was 12. <laughs> I was like, mm. <laughs> yes. That's the point is that here in the book, it's very, these were the most brutal mountains and brutal trainings you could ever do. And it's like, no, when you actually look, it's like a six week, it's like a six day program. For like middle schoolers and like adults and you like take different right. ones just for anyone who wants to get into mountain climbing. Sean, this was Runyon Canyon. <laughs> right. <laughs> this was, was Griffith like, Park. He was like, he I, was cl- like I no. almost got to the observatory. <laughs> he was like, I didn't sign up to scam and have to work this hard. Like, Right. That's not why he scams. So Angry Black Lady on Twitter says, I literally can't get over the fact that Sean King raised thousands of dollars to climb seven mountains, including demanding people give him airline credits for his family so that they could fly to Seattle with him and then quit after four days. Four days. Boy, oh boy, do I love the mountain climbing. We're not even, guys, I got to get through these because we're getting close to the end of this episode. Life Goals University. I love this one too. This one is good too. This one is such this a nigga just OG started scam. College, y'all. If we don't stop Sean King, he gonna be the next president. Like he's gonna be, be president. Donald Trump. Like- he's gonna be the next Trump. Like all these white people are gonna make this man president. He started a university online. A university in 2013. Sean charged people 49.99 to. T- and I'm sorry, I ain't going to no university with no 99 price point. Okay, I don't no. want to go to 49.99 college. No, 99 That's college. Not- Okay, that sounds like them schools little Romeo be singing about. I don't want to go yeah. to college where they singing to me like, hey, if you want a degree, you gotta come here to university. Like, you know, $49.99, like your university is only advertising after 2 a.m. on Comedy Central. Like, it's <laughs> if not your university a- got a black man yelling at me to my, get off your couch, yeah. you lazy ass. Go to college. <laughs> I don't want to go there. I don't want to go there. So he charged people $49.99 each to teach them about how to plan their lives. He did not follow through on these commitments, duh. And the com- the comment page highlights issues people face. One of the comments says, grifter, always looking for your next set of victims. Damn. Damn. It, honestly, college should be $50. Sean is yeah. right about that. He's, it should yeah. be $50. It and should be 50 I'm sad that he didn't give people the college that they asked for. Yeah. And Whoop, you know, if folks. it had succeeded, I, I maybe would have enrolled. I would like to learn to scam from Sean King. He, if <laughs> you offer the class on that, I would honestly pay. Sean King, if you ever start teaching Robbery 101, we yeah. will be there. We will I'll be show, there. The, the girls will be there. people one-on-one. That's the knowledge you can give to black people. Like, pen, pencil betwixt fingers, ready yeah. to take notes. Um, <laughs> Sean began woke folks. Guys, we're still going. 
woke folks began in 2017. Ooh, I love these names. As an cool. online community, largely via email and Facebook to share information and spread news. It appears that he did this until this community could be repurposed into the North Star. So woke folks actually started the North Star. It's like he took woke folks and they said, hey, y'all, I got a yeah. new scam. Y'all, come on over here to my I'll new scam. I'll roll it in. And that that is something he also does a lot. A lot of times people will be like, Oh, I know that like this one didn't work out and was a scam, but then he pivoted and rolled that into this new project. Like when he didn't climb the mountain, all the money people donated, he was like, actually, that money was a test run. And that was to build a water pump in Haiti. And there was never a water <laughs> pump in Haiti. He just took that money and then put it into justice. Together. How do you know, Ashley? Did you go to Haiti to get the water? Did you go over there and try and get an ice you know cold what? drink? You're right. You're, I can't prove it. You can't prove I, it. Allegedly, allegedly, the people of Haiti said, we don't know Sean King. We don't, We never seen a water pump from a Sean King. That's what That's because y'all Haiti ain't say. been to South Haiti. If you went to South <laughs> Haiti on the corner of Toussaint L'Ouverture, you would have seen a water pump that Sean King had put in there, Sean, okay? His name right there, S. King, <laughs> courtesy of S. King. But then the hurricane had blew it away, but it was there, yeah, but- okay? He, it was there. He did it. He did he it. He did it. So, guys, injustice boycott. Can you believe there are more? I, I, we've, like, scratched, like, half. Like, it's impossible. You need, like, three hours. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have enough time, guys. We might have to two-parter this next season. Like, honestly. Like, yeah. injustice boycott, that is a hilarious name. The Nazi hunter app, like, we've only scratched the surface. Like, Y'all... <laughs> The fact that he's a cop? He does allegedly. vigilante justice, allegedly. Yes. And he he was going on a hunt to find some criminals, and he found the wrong people, The wrong criminals. And <laughs> snitched on them and arrested. Yeah. And people ruined this man's life. And I think the guy died. And I think he died. I don't know if he was from sickness, but I am sure in the, the near the end of his life, dealing with Sean King's silliness was not what that man wanted to deal with. Uh, and then all of a sudden it went from Sean King found the wrong people to the police department being like, we believe in Sean King's leads. Uh, and this, this was a, a case of a girl who got shot. People they were trying mm-hmm. to figure out who did it. And Sean King was like, I will be taking tips on Twitter. He literally tweeted, mm-hmm. send me tips y'all. And then went to the police and the police were like, yeah, we trust and believe in Sean King's leads from Twitter. He- that only happens if you are cool with cops. Why do the cops love Sean King so much? Right. Why are the cops like, let's take leads? Because John King is a white man, allegedly. Allegedly. Um, (laughs) Okay. And what's crazy is Sean King is the quintessential scammer. He is all the makings. He's got the ego. He's got the narcissistic personality. He's got, you know, he knows how to skirt past things. He's very charming. He's very likable. He is one of the most iconic scammers who's alive today. Like, I'm honestly impressed in how well he pivots. In Justice Boycott, he began this in December 2016 on the 61st anniversary of the Montgomery Bus Boycott. As a coordinated effort by to boycott cities that engaged in practices against the interests of people of color. He fundraised for the organization because, honey, honey, is it even an org if Sean isn't yeah. raising a coin? Okay? Come on. And yeah. Nearly 80,000 people joined the mailing list and the initiative. The organization did not accomplish any boycotts no. or any sustained actions 
or have any recognizable impact. Not a single boycott. Not a one boycott was ever no organized. Boys, no cots. <laughs> not a boy, not a cot. 80,000 people said, where are the boycotts? Where are, what are we doing here? You, we gave you the money. You were on a newsletter. And then he hasn't even addressed it. Like, I don't no. think it, like, it doesn't come up in anything else. He was just like, and oh, he's you know infamous for that. Yeah. He'll just be like, not, just not say anything about it. He's like, I mean, y'all stop buying. That's the boycott. Stop buying, everybody. <laughs> y'all <Yeah>. quit buying. <laughs> quit buying. It just—it's it, amazing. Like, and also, why do you need to raise money for boycotts? Ain't the point of boycotts is you don't spend boycotts, no money. You know, you're not spending money. Like, what did he what? need to raise people money to tell people not to buy stuff? Like, what? <laughs> I, am, I am confusion. Um, like, which- just, I don't know what money is necessary to not use a product, Sean. What what research <laughs> did you need funded for that? Y'all send me twenty five dollars so that you don't have to buy things from Walmart. You'll see how this <laughs> makes sense. You'll see it makes see. sense long term. <laughs> don't worry about add it. Add up, okay? Listen, y'all send me fifty dollars and we boycott Amazon. I right? look, Jeff is gonna feel it. Like what? I don't what? Yeah. Sean. This isn't even, uh, God, I'm probably gonna get sued, y'all. So, y'all donate to my, uh, Lloyd, my Abugato fund, okay? <laughs> For my Abugato. Um, because I'm probably gonna get sued by Sean King. But, guys, I don't even know if this is the tip of, this is the tip of the iceberg. There's so much. So much. It's just, you, I, I don't even know how you could get into all of it. There, he needs a movie. There, and yeah. it needs to be like the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Like the scam of the king. A book series. <laughs> like literally just scamming as a pastor, scamming as an activist, scamming as a media like head. Like the man has done it all. He has he has changed he's the way we even think of scamming. He, oh my god, he's an innovator. Yeah. He's a professional, he's an innovator. He's like Sean Turtleneck is one uh, Sean Turtleneck. <laughs> John King is one turtleneck away from being Steve Jobs. Like, yeah. like just, I, I'm shocked he doesn't, there isn't some new subscription service. I know he tried to do like a COVID-19 help fund and very quickly people were like, it's a scam. So I feel like <laughs> yeah, it's getting harder. It's getting a little harder for him. So I'm just, what is the next pivot going to be for Sean? Well, celebrities still don't know because Lala really? during this period, I believe in June, and she hasn't deleted the tweet. Lala no. tweeted like, y'all, we got to follow Sean King and we got to support him. And everyone, I opened the comments. Everybody. And every comment is like, sis, no, no, no. no. We say no, 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 no. Sean King won't money, money, it's, money, money. It's sadly, <laughs> yeah, sadly, the one mistake Rihanna has ever made. Oh, King. She, honored, she tried to it. honor Sean King at, yeah, the, Diamond at the Diamond Ball. Ball. We don't talk about it because Rihanna. It. Listen, I've been in the same room with Rihanna before, and when I tell you but, the air tastes sweeter, yeah. like it just, I was like, I'm breathing the air that Rihanna's breathing. This is crazy. Um, she's a queen, and listen, she's a busy queen. Okay, she didn't know. Yeah, she didn't know. You know, I that one. She that's her people's fault. They set that's her, her people's up. fault. That's her people. Yeah. They didn't do their research. We didn't research. talk to Savage, Fenty, yeah. Yeah. whoever making a lip gloss needs to be exactly. fine. should have been like, we're on this because Rihanna's mm-hmm. out here. She's a mogul, okay? She was designing. Okay. She was in her work. She didn't have She's time. putting the girls in panties, yeah. okay? She's like, she get out here. Like, no, I don't like that color. No, that moisturizer isn't wet enough for me. She's making decisions. Right. Other people should have been like, Riri, this, this guy, 
No. Right. And being fine. You know how fine Rihanna is. Yeah. That's a lot of energy. That's a lot. You, can, you don't have time to ask questions like, how many mountains did this man say he was going to climb? She doesn't have the time for she that. She don't research. got time for that. She's shooting a whole coffee table book okay. that costs $20,000. Yeah. Okay? And I need it. Now, guys, we're going to take a quick break for some non-scam advertisements, and we'll be back with the end of the show. Robbery and fraud! Guys, we're back, and... Uh, Maybe we'll do a two-parter. Maybe Ashley will be back next season and we'll talk more about Sean. Because we, we've we just scratched the surface. He Sean King is a king. A king of cons. Scammer of the week. This is when we will highlight a famous charlatan that's really worthy of our praise. And, you know, we wanted to keep on the celebrity theme. So Scammer of the Week is just going to be a bunch of celebrities who have fake online profiles that they use to defend themselves and to give themselves compliments. Yes, which I love. So Twitter user Cole Cashwell tweeted Kevin Durant asking him what his motives were to leave Oklahoma City Thunder. Cole Cashwell said, man, I respect the hell out of you, but give me one legitimate reason for leaving OKC other than getting a championship. So obviously this was a few years ago. Then someone responded from Kevin Durant's account defending his decision to leave and blaming the Thunder organization and head coach Billy Donovan for the overall makeup of the roster. Twitter user HarrisonMC15 explained, Katie has secret accounts that he uses to defend himself and he forgot to switch them when he was replying to this guy. So he was over here like, no, listen, this ain't my fault that I'm switching and didn't realize he was on his official (laughs) Kevin Durant page. Uh, and this is a thing that happens another account with Madison Pruitt for y'all Bachelor fans she posted a picture of herself and Pete Weber on their first one-on-one date and said woke up feeling super grateful the most perfect date with the perfect guy that seemed to be pretty normal until she also commented beautiful date Maddie you are so genuine and real under it (laughs) You know, sometimes I like a little third person, you know, motivation. So was, you know, that one I can maybe understand. But how, so she currently has 1.8 million IG followers, Instagram followers. And some people have suspicions that she bought some of the followers and runs her own fan account. She definitely runs her own fan account. She she, she didn't even Uh, switch the account. She was like. You're so beautiful and wonderful, girl. You're such a bad bitch. And it's like, girl, this this you. This you, Maddie. We see you. Don't say it in the mirror, girl. Come on. Just... Honestly, she deserves to give compliments to herself. Uh, yeah. And the last the last one I'm going to bring up is a, sus- a an account that's under suspicion that people think is John Krasinski. Um, the account is called Joey Gorp 85. So someone tweeted, John Krasinski is a useless silver spoon sucking little bitch. And I'd have no <laughs> problem telling him and his ugly ass kids with Emily Blunt to their faces. Let's set it up. <laughs> I <laughs> My biggest so much, fear. So much heat for John Krasinski there. <laughs> like John Krasinski just seems like a nice, soft-faced white man. Like, yeah, why just, so much energy for him. He's telling people good news. I don't, just okay. <laughs> the office is I, fine. This is honestly one of my biggest fears about growing socially and like people finding out who I am. Is like people who are just gonna start writing things like this is a fucking <laughs> thumb-faced hoe-ass skank. Like why? Why? It's so why? Mean. What did I do? Like what? What did I do that could get you this riled up? <laughs> Tell me, John responded. <laughs> 
I'm like, John, did you shoot this man's dog? Like, we need to know. So, Joy Gorp, who people think is John Krasinski, because the account kind of appeared and then just only has positive tweets about John Krasinski. That's the whole account. I'm like, y'all gotta, like, realize, so you gotta switch it up. You gotta yeah. be like, tweet about some random yeah, shit. Yeah, just be like, oh, y'all, I'm also watching Selling Sunset. I hate Davina, <laughs> right. too. <laughs> Come on. Davina is trash, She's though. trash. Davina, like Davina for oh, my God. And Christine. I'm like, y'all are just, like, yeah. the meanest people. The like, meanest y'all hoes are sad. Yeah. That's sad. How you gonna go to somebody's wedding and talk about somebody's divorce at that wedding? Right. Oh. Uh, and Mary's bachelorette party, they ruined it. Horrible. Oh, horrible my people. God. I love how everyone just chases after Mary and Mary's like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, just- <laughs> I want to marry life. I want to just fall into everything and everything be so easy and everyone yeah. give me everything and chase and after people, my love. Jason's just like, here's your leads. Here's your leads. You're good. And you're just like, I sell like 10 houses a day. <laughs> I make like millions of dollars. Yeah, I just want to buy a Lamborghini. <laughs> Right. And then she's dating that boy who I'm like, that boy don't love you. And you can't even understand him. How you talking about y'all in love? And he's like, listen, house go house tomorrow. And she's like, yeah. oh my God, you so crazy. Yeah. Davina, <laughs> like, no, Davina, no wedding. And she's just like, oh, okay, yeah, no, baby, we can work this out. He's like, no wedding, Davina. <laughs> What? What's happening? So this guy says this really mean thing about John Krasinski and his kids. It calls them ugly. And so Joey Gorp 85 responds and says, great. Well, John lives in Brooklyn, so you might get your chance. He's also six foot four and 200 pounds of muscle and Navy SEAL and weapons trained. I encourage you to find him and do just that. Tell him to they faces. John. <laughs> The only person who knows that John Krasinski is weapon trained is John Krasinski. John Krasinski. Like, we don't know that. Nobody like, else. He's, nobody else. He's got an eight here, inch like, penis. Yeah. There's also, it's also really girthy. Girthy. So pull up. <laughs> Nobody's out here like, oh yeah, the dude from the office. He's definitely weapon trained. <laughs> yeah. Him and Pam. You didn't see uh, when he yeah. was weapons trained. Like when he, he, was with he Pam? got it. Like, no, that's John. Right. Shout out to office ladies. Office ladies, y'all are on Earwolf. Tell us if John Krasinski is weapons yeah. trained. <laughs> we want to know. You know. Somebody out there knows. But guys, that brings us to the end of the episode. Ashley, we always ask people, where do you want to be found? Oh, follow me on Twitter. That's, you know, the place. That's the space. It's the Ashley Ray on Twitter, mm-hmm. Instagram, or www.theashleyray.com. That's where you can go watch the full Sean King 35-minute scammer presentation. Uh, there's so a link good. to my Patreon. Yes. And guys, as always, email us with your scams at scamgoddesspod at gmail.com. Follow us at scamgoddesspod on all platforms. Follow me if you like nonsense at D-I-V-A-L-A-C-I, Diva Lacey on all platforms. Guys, I have a TikTok. We went viral on TikTok. Um, it's been very interesting. But my TikTok is Lacey Mosley on TikTok because somebody else is a Diva Lacey. This little white girl. I can't get it back. But she's a child. Y'all don't go after her, okay? She's a bully cute her. child. <laughs> but uh, don't bully her. Uh, she's a cute child, but I can't get Diva Lacey on there. I had a, I had a clean brand all the way across but i'm lacy mosley on tiktok offer her like some candy or something come on (laughs) that sounds very you about to get me in jail next to ghislaine maxwell i got a hulu Hulu login for you girl what you need to get me there you got disney plus because i could pay for that for the rest of your life (laughs) put you on my spotify family plan i hook you up all right congregation you know we always say stay scheming but you know stay kinging okay Yeah. Stay king. He defines the term, Sean King. <laughs> Damn, got it.